Welcome to Big Dave's Bunny and Marriage Podcast, where I want to help you create the life you want to live. I am your host, Big Dave, a husband, dad, pastor, and certified financial coach. We're broadcasting live from Grateful Studios. We're the number one podcast for practical, marital, and financial advice. I hope you're ready because this is the show where your money and your marriage take center stage. Hey, welcome back. This is episode 21, Back to the Basics, Seven Money Lessons from the Bible. Hey, listen, let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard this famous question? How do you eat an elephant? Yeah, you know the answer. Just one bite at a time. Listen, have you ever seen that classic 90s movie, What About Bob? Well, in that movie, the main actor, he says, you can do anything if you just take one baby step at a time. Well, listen, I'm a pretty simple guy, pretty plain Jane, not a lot of crazy stuff, not a lot of fancy stuff. Okay, I don't have a Rolex. I don't drive a Mercedes. I don't have a three-story house. I don't even have the newest version of the iPhone, okay? But guess what? Because of simple steps, I got financial peace, financial freedom, financial security, whatever you want to call it, because I went back to the basics. That's right. Nothing secretive about this process. There's no magic formulas, no secret sauce. It's just basic fundamental practices from God's word, one step at a time, one bite at a time. You say, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean, David? There's actually financial advice in God's word? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, God's word, the Bible, talks about money. Are you kidding me? Yes, it does. It says a lot about it. In fact, there's over 2,000 Bible verses about money in God's word. And guys, it's so simple and it's so practical Practical that most people honestly just blow right past it because it sounds so easy, but in fact, it's actually hard. Why? Because most people don't do it and it takes common sense, but then people complain when they're broke and they got no money and they're 88 years old and they're working a job that they hate and they're paying for a life they don't even like. Guys, it's because God's up there shaking his head going, listen, I put it in my word. It's just common sense. I put it in my word, but you chose to ignore it ignore it, and listen to the world instead. So that's the question. Are you going to listen to the world and the world's financial advice, or are you going to listen to God's word and his financial advice? So hey, today, episode 21, back to the basics, seven money lessons, that's right, from the Bible. Hey, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. So first things first, we're back to the basics. So seven money lessons from the Bible. Here we go. Lesson number one, ownership. That's right, ownership. God owns it all. Psalm 24 verse one says, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. What we spend, yo, it's his. What we save, yes, it's his. What we give, it's his. It's all his. He owns everything. He is the owner, period. Number one, ownership. Number two, stewardship. Stewardship. We are temporary managers, temporary stewards. So he is the owner. We are the steward. Proverbs chapter three, verse nine says to honor the Lord with your money. Honor the Lord with your wealth. Why? Why would we honor him? Because it's his to begin with. He's got the title to everything. We're just temporarily holding on to it. So we take care of his stuff. We honor him with what we have because it's his. Number one, ownership. Number two, stewardship. 
Number three, here's a big one. Budgeting. Wow. Me and my podcast producer were just talking about this. Budgeting. Telling our money where to go so that way we don't sit back and wonder, well, where the crap, where did, where did it go? I mean, where, where it went? I don't know. So you have to tell your money where to go. Guys, hardly nobody does this. They wonder why they're broke. Guys, 80% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Did you know that? Eight out of 10 of your friends are broke living paycheck to paycheck. You want to know the number one reason why? Because they don't budget. Listen, Jesus said this, Luke, two, Luke 14, 28, for who wanted to build construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it. Jesus said that. Who in the world would begin construction of a building, constructing your life, constructing your, your house, constructing your, your financial life? You got to first sit down and calculate the cost to see if you have enough money to finish it. Guys, a budget tells you money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Dave Ramsey says that all the time. It's simple. Guys, just write it down. List all the income, list all the outgo, and hopefully, prayerfully, there's more Margin in between. We call that cash flow. And hopefully you have that margin in between that you can accomplish your goals. You can pay off debt. You can build up your savings. You can invest for retirement. You can save for kids' college, etc. Most people have no cash flow. Why? Because they're spending more than they're earning. They get paid. That's one, they take one step forward, but then guess what? They start living their life and then they take three steps back. So number three is budgeting. Huge. Number four, paying off debt. Number four, Becoming debt-free, guys, this is huge. This is a game changer. God came so that you would, number one, be spiritually set free. He doesn't want you to be in bondage to slave, bondage to, to, to sin, as a slave to sin. So he came, paid the ultimate price, laid down his life for us, that we can have the forgiveness of sin. Number one, spiritual freedom. Number two, financial freedom. He wants us, he wants to use, I want to do some great things for God, but debt limits my ability to do great things for God, okay? I don't want God to call me to the mission field and me go, mm, sorry, God, I can't afford it. No, 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 absolutely not. God puts it on my heart to go bless someone and, and pay for their power bill, and I go, mm, sorry, God, I can't really, I'm broke, living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, I don't want there to be, be, be bondage or slavery, and well, God, you know, I got a big truck payment. God, you know, I got all these credit card payments. God, you know, I got this and got that. No, guys, you need to be financially free. He came to set you free. Indeed, not in bondage as a slave to, to debt. Proverbs 22 7 says, The borrower is a slave to the lender. If you're in debt, the Bible says that you are a slave. Romans 13 8 says, Our goal should be to owe no man anything except to love him. The only debt that I owe you, if I meet you in person, the only debt that I have toward you is that I owe you. I'm indebted to you to love you, to show you the love of Jesus. Guys, you must get out and stay out. You must get out and stay out. If you're listening today, and I hope you're listening, and, and if you're in debt, I hope you're just getting angry. I hope your, your blood is boiling. You're like, man, I'm sick and tired of being broke. I'm sick and tired of working so hard and having nothing to show for it. I got nothing but truck payment and car payment and boat payment and credit cards and personal loans, and I owe the IRS and I owe student loans. I hope you're getting mad. That's the only way you're going to change is if you get mad and ticked off at your debt. So do something about it. Get out of debt. Pay off the stupid credit cards and cut them up. Sell the ridiculous car. New information just came out. $609 a month is the average car payment in America. $609 is the average person's car payment in America. Yeah, and the average family has two car payments. It's ridiculous. Guys, live debt-free. Live debt-free. Dave Ramsey says it best. Our greatest wealth-building tool is our income. It's our income. But guys, if you're giving your income away each and every week, each and every month in the form of payments, guys, you are never going to succeed. You're never going to build wealth. You're never going to be able to do any of your financial goals. So number four was pay off debt. Number five, save your money. Save, save, save. 
Proverbs 30, verse 24 says, Be wise like ants, for they store up food all summer. They save. It's just that simple. No one tells them to do that, by the way. They just do it. So the Bible says, be like the ants, the Bible says. Save up. Why? Why should I save my money like the ants? Because ants know wintertime's coming. The famine is coming. They know that. The storm's coming one day, and they're not going to be able to go out and have and, 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 and get their food and, and, and harvest. There's a, there's a season there where they're not going to be able to go out and do it. So they, they plan for it. They plan ahead. And the Bible says, we need to plan ahead too. There's going to be storms in our life. There's going to be emergencies coming. One day an emergency is going to happen, and you're going to need savings. Okay, the Bible says in Proverbs 13, he who gathers money little by little will make it grow. Guys, even if it's just $20 a month, even if it's just 100 bucks a month, discipline yourself now to get into the habit of saving money. Listen, please, oh my goodness, please, please do not fall into this trap that you say, you say stuff like this. Well, one day... When I make more money, then I'll save. No, you won't. If you're not saving now while you're broke, even if it's just $4 a month, then when you do have more, you're not going to save then. When you're rich, you're not going to do it. Get into the habit now of saving money. Do it. Just save money. Number six, live on less than you make. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious right now? No one does this. Come on, guys. That's why it's called, this is called back to the basics because this is so simple, but God, it's not rocket science, rocket science, guys, but but guess what? No one's doing this. This is so practical to just live on less than you make. Most people don't do this. Proverbs 21, 20 says, a fool spends all that he has. Proverbs 21, 20, a foolish person, a fool spends everything that they have. He spends everything that he gets. Guys, don't be foolish. Live on less than you make. If you make 50 grand a year, awesome. Congratulations. That's great. Design your life off of 35,000 a year. If you make 100 grand a year, that's great. Design your budget for your life off of 75K a year. Guys, it's not hard. It's just rare. It's totally rare. Most people don't do this stuff. That's why they're broke. Eight out of 10 of your friends are broke. Eight out of 10 of your family members are in debt. They're struggling. They're living paycheck to paycheck. Guys, you can be different. Number six, live on less than you make. Number seven, final one, be generous. Be generous. Do you, do you want, let me ask you this. Do you want to be blessed by Almighty God? I hope so. I hope you do. I know I do. The Bible says in Proverbs 22, 9, a generous person will be blessed, not not maybe, not might be blessed. You will be blessed. It's a guarantee. God is a generous God. For God so loved the world that he what? He gave. He gave his only son. That's right. He was generous. He gave of himself. He is a giver. So we are most like God when we ourselves are giving, giving of our time, giving of our talents, and yes, giving of our money. Guys, I'm going to encourage you. We should designate the top 10% of our income back to him. The Bible calls it a tithe. It's holy. It's set apart. It's for him. Invest it wherever you serve your local church. But you may be listening, and maybe you're not spiritual. Listen, okay, I, I challenge you to give, start giving, start working that, that giving muscle, exercising that giving muscle. Why? Because it, it makes you more of an attractive person, okay? No one likes a greedy person. No one, no one likes a selfish person. So I want to encourage you, even if you're not spiritual, even if you're not a Christian, I want to challenge you to give 10% of your income to your favorite charity. 
something that you're passionate about, a charitable organization that you like, that you're passionate about, and just start working that giving muscle, okay? It changes who we are on the inside. It starts to change us. So it helps us to be kind and to be generous. Listen, no one likes to live life with, with, a, with a mean, grudgy, selfish, greedy person. People, you got to live life with an open hand. Understand everything we have is because of God. Everything we have is because of the Creator, so I want to encourage you to give away 10% of your money and just do it. Just set it aside and just do it. I mean, seriously, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, really, it's just 10%. And by the way, if you can't live off of 90%, you can't live off of 100%. Anyways, you got a budget problem. If, if, if 10% changes your life so much that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm about to die, you got a budget issue. So 10% is not that much. I mean, seriously, come on. It's not that much. You got a lifestyle problem. And most people, even in our ministry, people in our church, they call me and say, hey, you know, Pastor Dave, I'm not giving, I'm not tithing, but I really want to. And I say, all right, let's meet up and let's just talk, right? I don't judge them. I've been there, done that. So I look at their budget and guess what? It's if you, Most of the time, it's not a heart issue. They, they really do want to give. It's a lifestyle issue. They got a $700 a month truck payment. No wonder you ain't tithing. You need to sell your stupid truck, right? Come on, people. I mean, come on. This, again, this isn't rocket science, okay? But it got, it's common sense, and I appreciate so much God doing it this way. I'm thankful that God put the cookies on a shelf so that everybody can reach it because guess what? I'm no genius. I'm not super sp- smart. I was an ABC student, underlined the B and the C part. I, didn't, I did not graduate at the top of my class. Sure did not. But guess what? I can follow principles. I can follow a plan. I can follow a plan, especially if it works. And guess what? God's plans always work. I have a written budget. I give 10% of my money back to him. I live on less than I make. I'm debt-free. Yes, I paid my house off. No credit cards, no car payments. We pay cash for everything that we do. We invest in for retirement, invest in for kids' college. We have savings. We have, we're focused. We're on the same page. as. And guess I'm not a genius. I'm not an A honor roll student. I'm no different than the next person that walks off the street and walks into my office and says, hey, I really need some help. Why? Because guys, literally just four years ago, that was me. I was the guy on the street looking and saying, I need some help. God, please help me. I'm so broke. I'm stressed. I'm in so much debt. I'm just constantly arguing with my wife. I was there. Negative net worth. 17 monthly payments. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. I was there. I was broke. In debt up to my eyeballs, struggling, a broke pastor, paycheck to paycheck, no margin, no cash flow, no savings, no investments. Guys, life can change in just a few short months. If you will put into practice what I'm telling you, just a few years from now, you can be a completely different person just like me. You can, and I'm trying to teach others how to do this right. There's over 2,000, like I said, 2,000 Bible verses about money. Guys, let's listen to God for a change. Stop listening to the world about, oh, you need to build up your FICO score. Oh, you need this credit card. You need a truck payment. It's okay. Everybody's in debt. It's okay. Just You, you can't be a student without a student loan. You, you can't have a... Stop listening to the world. Stop listening to the world. And let's zoom in on God's word. Let's look at his basic principles. Back to the basics. What does he say? What's God's ways of handling his money? And I'm telling you guys, if you'll follow these steps, if you'll do exactly what I'm telling you, understand he is the owner, understand that we are a steward, understand that we have to always budget and tell our money where to go. We need to pay off our debt and live debt free so we're not a slave, we're not in bondage. We need to save money for the future, for emergencies. We need to live on less than we make and we need to be generous. Guys, these are seven basic money principles found in God's word that I promise you, if you apply it step by step, one bite at a time, it will change your life. 
Let's change. It could change your family tree. It could change your family legacy. So I hope you apply. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate you so much listening. I pray that this ministered to you, encouraged you. Episode 21, back to the basics, baby. Seven money lessons found from the Bible. Hey, y'all check us out on Facebook. Big Days Money and Marriage Podcast. Shoot me an email. Send me a message. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Coachmymoney at gmail.com. Hey, y'all have a great rest of the week. We'll catch you next time. Money, marriage, podcast. This is where you